Hi, Josh. How you doing? Good, Jim. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, wanted to ask you about Jakob and just uh, kind of his development. And, you know, Damian was talking about him after the game, but just a, a guy that his teammates love to follow. He's always at the point of attack and just kind of always putting his body on the line and just kind of wanted to get your take on, on him and his development. Yeah, Jakob's uh, a great teammate, and um, he's been – Super unselfish. Uh, I think, yeah, by nature of playing that position, um, kind of that's your that's your nature. Uh, you know, being an unselfish guy that really does a lot of things for other people uh, to to have success. And um, he's tough. He's always prepared. I don't know anybody that works harder than he does. He's always around and in the building. Um, does a great job for us in our offseason training program. Does a great job during the course of the season and keeping his body <clears throat> healthy and ready to do the things that he's required to do, um, because that's a very physical position, a very physically demanding position. There's a lot of contact, and I would say for Yak, probably more than anybody else on the team, that's a collision uh, spot. You know, that's a collision. You, you, there's not a lot. There's you know that sometimes when you're playing guard or center, you know the contact is close. Yak's always five, six, seven, eight yards away from the man that he's blocking. And so generally speaking, there's uh, there's a few more collisions for Jakob uh, than maybe some other people. And, you know, that's what the fullback position is. But um, <clears throat> he certainly I remember when we when he first got him, um, there was an, there was uh, certainly a lot of uh, room to grow um, just in terms of understanding how to navigate our game and the things that we need the fullback to do, uh, both in the running game protections. Um, and then, you know, certainly you've seen him leak out and, you know, catch a few passes here and there too. So um, he was really a clean slate, but the best thing about Yawk is uh, he's, he's a worker. Uh, he's an intelligent player. He's an intelligent guy who, who will process what you give him and work really hard to, to be very good at it. So um he's he's one of the great teammates that we have we have a lot of them and uh he's a great example for others and we're fortunate to have him on our team and nick kelly referred to him as the german tank yeah uh, this week are you on board with that nickname <laughs> that's what everybody kind of refers to him as so he's uh yeah he's uh he's a guy that does a lot of the dirty work man and uh i know he's proud of where he's from and and the guys uh really enjoy having him as a teammate <clears throat> thanks josh you got it <clears throat> mike reese followed by bob Sosi. Josh, how you doing today? Good, Michael. How are you? Always good. Uh, one, can we go one back and one forward? And just like I always like to ask you about the next opponent, so that'd be yes, like sir. my second one. But yes, sir. Just to, to go back is um, I love second quarter. You know, like the the when you guys are close mm -hmm. at the one yard line and you're yeah. in the red zone. Take what insight can you give us? Just like when you you know you guys pounding it pretty good on the ground, mm -hmm. or you had been when you go to the air. Like, what insight can you give us on just sort of that decision-making? And then the Panthers, one of the best defenses in the league. No question. Um, yeah, those – I look back on that sequence, and um, it's probably one of the ones that I wish I could do differently. Um, if it works out on third and goal, whatever it was, one and a half, two, one, whatever, and you end up with the play pass and it works, you know, it's great, and everybody – thinks it was a great call and and we had already been down there once and run one of our goal line runs down in there um you know and we're fortunate to get it in on that one Yach made a great block 
we had some other things that were, there was some penetration on the play. Damien kind of pounded it through there and ended up scoring. Um, but, you know, I, you know, we only have a, a handful of things you do down there inside that, that yard line. And, and so I chose uh, obviously at that point incorrectly. Um, and so there's, is always an element of that. I I've told you guys that before, um, you know, at, at that point, is it the wrong thing to do to run it? No, it's not the wrong thing to do to run it at all. Um, uh, but I was kind of using some of the things that I had seen previously made the choice to do that. It didn't work out in our favor. And then obviously we didn't, we didn't convert the fourth down play either. So um, not a good sequence for me. Uh, I got, I think I can do better than that. And, and I want to do better that for, than that for our team. So um, those are always really important plays hard to uh, sometimes to choose, you know, between certain things, you know, based on what you've done previous. Uh, but I got to do better and we can do better than that for sure. Uh, Carolina, um, this is, this is a, uh, a really, really talented group, um, fast at all three levels. Um, you know, starting with the front, you got the two edge guys, Reddick and Burns that have, you know, combined for the, the most pressures and sacks that I think we've played at this time when we're actually playing them, um, as opposed to, to guys we've played in the, in the past. Uh, very disruptive guys, really good edge speed. Um, the three guys inside do a really good job of uh, they're really stout against the run and they can all push the pocket. They all have pass rush ability inside, which is unique for their defensive front. Um, the linebackers, obviously now Shaq's back. I mean, we've played against him before. This guy's one of the best players in the league, I believe, at his position. Uh, can get sideline to sideline, makes a lot of uh, plays in the backfield. He's really, uh, to me, a, a very savvy blitzer. Uh, he can run through you or he can try to pick and work with the defensive front in terms of games and those types of things. Um, you know, he's gotten better every time we play him. I feel like he gets better and better and better. And so this time is no different. And, and then their secondary this is our first opportunity to play against Chin. Um, really uh, tough physical player, dynamic guy around the ball a lot, can close, make plays, tackles in space, um, can cover. Um, this guy's a really good player. Uh, Jackson, explosive, uh, always around the ball. Um, he's fast. He's aggressive at corner, uh, you know, and then uh, we played against A.J. Bouye before and now adding Steph to the mix. I'm sure that his workload might get upped a little bit this week. So, um, they got really good players at all three levels. They're fast. They're disruptive. They don't give up much production in the passing game. Uh, they're stout in the running game. They're very good on third down. They sack the quarterback. They make tackles for loss. They create a lot of long yarded situations. And, you know, this is a team that I would say we don't necessarily know uh, very well. So big week for us in terms of just overall preparation jumping into the opponent, making sure we understand who we're playing, who we're lined up against and how they play, because this is a different scheme too. Uh, Coach Rule, Coach Snow do a really good job. It's all tied together, um, but they challenge you in a lot of different ways, uh, not only with their, you know, their alignment, but their pressures. Um, they give you a, a different, a bunch of different coverage variations too. So a uh, big challenge for us this week, no question about it on the road in a tough place to play. We've played down there a bunch of times too. Uh, that's loud. Uh, it's not easy to play down there. So uh, a lot of things that we got to get ready for. <clears throat> uh, next question, Bob Sosi, followed by Evan Lazar. 
Right, thanks, Stacy. Hey, Josh. Hey, Bob. Uh, this is related to um, Phil Snow's scheme. Um, a lot of people described it as kind of a college defense when the season started and they were playing really well. Of course, he comes primarily from a college background, a little bit of NFL experience. I mean, is it somewhat unorthodox and you know, has have patterns emerged from what you've seen thus far at this stage of the season? I think it's I think it's very sound um, and it's no, I wouldn't say it's unorthodox. I think they challenge you in a lot of ways. Um, you know, they their players. First of all, their players know what they're doing, um, what they're being asked to do based on the call. Uh, you can see that because they play really fast and really hard. And there's no uncertainty about what their assignments are, um, which to me is always a tribute to the coaching and, and the fact that they're putting their players in position to do the things that they do best. Um, they're decisive. Um, when they pressure, they, they come hard. Uh, they don't give it away. They do a good job of disguising. They make their zones look like their blitz zones. Uh, so you can really never tell and set your watch to when they're coming and when they're not. So, uh, you just got to follow your rules and be really, uh, be really good after the ball's been snapped. Um, they don't give up a lot of big plays. They defend the deep part of the field well. They challenge the things underneath. They make you drive the ball. Um, they, I, like I said, they're not out of position much, and they have disruptive players, so they can create a lot of third and longs, which has already stood out to me in my uh, two or three days here watching them. They create a lot of long yarded situations with how many disruptive plays they make on first and second down. So, um, no, I think this is a very well-rounded unit. Um, they're certainly well coached. You can tell that they play really hard and they got really good team speed and guys that can make disruptive plays at all three levels. So um, this is one of the best groups that we're going to play. There's no question about that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, next question, Evan Lazard, followed by Dakota Randall. Hey, Josh, how you doing? Good, Evan. How are you? I'm good. I, I was hoping that you could uh, give us um, some insight. You know, I, I think a lot of questions that we get are about why Mike on Wenu, um, you know, is just playing right tackle now and why you guys didn't go to that um, with Ted in the starting lineup a little bit earlier. So I, I was just curious um, if you could give us any in insight as to why now, why now make that shift in instead of earlier in the year when Trent went out. Well, Mike's got a lot of, um, you know, he's got a lot of versatility. There's no doubt about that. Um, at the same time, uh, you know, as you're preparing for the season and you're going through spring and, and, and the training camp portion of our year, you know, you try to develop players in the positions you feel like uh, they're going to be able to contribute the most and not, let's call it, waste repetitions in other spots. And so, when you're going through camp and, you know, you're trying to trying to get a, a five, uh, a group of five up there that can start and start to build some continuity, timing, communication, um, all the things that they got to do together. Um, we we spent most of Mike's uh, camp time uh, in that in that type of a scenario inside. And so, um, you know, the tackles, which we're trying to develop some young players that tackle, uh, they were certainly getting quite a few reps. Um, and so at that point, when Trent went down, I think the, the move was, you know, to take one of the guys who'd been working at tackle and try to go ahead and see how that worked. And, um, you know, there was some good plays and some things that we need to work on, obviously. Um, and then, you know, just through the course of the, the first so many games of the season, 
Um, just trying to figure out, as you oftentimes have to do, what's your best group in there and how can you best work together, uh, you know, as you battle through the injuries that inevitably, uh, you know, hit us during the course of the year at some point. So um, no, no right or wrong on that. Um, like I said, we spent most of Mike's time preparing to him, for him to play guard and um, and we're eager to, to do that. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And and then having Trent and Isaiah out there and then, you know, developing some of our younger players behind them uh, is what we were focused on. And, you know, ultimately we've made the decision here to last so many weeks that this is, you know, the best for us right now. And we'll try to evaluate it as we go forward in terms of what's going to happen, uh, you know, if some guys get healthy. Thanks, Josh. Yep. Next question, Dakota Randolph, followed by Phil Perry. Yeah, Josh, you kind of just alluded to it, but I figured I'd ask anyway. Um, is there any update on Trent Brown? We haven't heard much about him recently. Any chance he returns to practice this week or in the near future? I don't know that. Um, I know he's working really hard to get back as soon as possible, um, and I'm eager for that to happen, like I'm sure everybody is. So um, I'm sure if there's any chance he could, he would. Um, but I know he's working really hard, and, and I'm hopeful to see him as soon as possible. Thank you. And the last two questions, Phil Perry and Matthew Fairburn. Hey, Josh, how's it going? Good, Phil. How are you? Good, thanks. I just uh, wanted to ask about something that Mac uh, said to us after the game the other night, which was that he felt like uh, he needed to be a little bit more patient, that maybe he was a little too quick at times. Um, and we saw some of the, you know, he was asked about some of the throws, like the, I think the throw to Hunter down by the goal line, there's a throw to Jacoby, which just looked like guys weren't ready. Um, for when the ball was getting to them as a coach, how do you try to help him try to manage? Okay. It's time for me to protect myself and I better get this thing out quickly versus we need a completion here. Is he, does he have to try to weigh that risk reward depending on the situation or is it a game by game thing? How do you coach him as far as that goes? Yeah, that's a, uh, it's definitely a, uh, you know, an ongoing process for every quarterback. Um, you can, uh, you have a certain feeling, you're on the field. So you have a certain feeling for the timing that you feel like needs to happen on a given play. Um, and sometimes every once in a while, a quarterback will, will feel like they need to uh, move through progressions a little quicker than maybe what they do. Um, and I think a few of those things happened to us the other day. There was a few of those that were, situations where he had to get rid of the football and he did the right thing and kind of threw it away. But I think there was a few things that we'll, we'll talk about and try to correct and fix as we move forward. Um, the timing of the pass plays and the timing of the quarterback in his mind, they both have to be in sync. And so sometimes um, there are different things that could lead to that not necessarily being connected. And so I feel like, you know, that has happened off and on, uh, with every player that's played that position that I've had a chance to coach at one point or other, it's not something that stays with them very long, but it could happen for a quarter or it could happen for a series or it could happen for a half. But, you know, it's sometimes it's kind of more, um, you know, you're seeing things a little quicker or feeling things a little quicker. And then all of a sudden the route's not quite developed yet and the ball's out of your hand. And so you know, there's a few of those that happened the other day. We'll coach and correct those. Not an uncommon thing at all for quarterbacks to have a series or a quarter or a half that goes like that. 
Um, and I think there was a few that happened like, like that the other day in the game. And he'll see what those are. I think we already talked about them on the sidelines, obviously, um, and got a chance to talk talk through some of those. I thought he he slowed himself down as the game wore on. And I thought he played really good football in the fourth quarter, which is what I was talking about. Like the timing doesn't necessarily stay that way for the entire game or for the next week or whatever. Um, but it, but it can happen. It happens to every one of them. And, um, and he was very aware of it, you know, which is a good thing for a young player and uh, we'll work to, to correct it and hope that we can prevent it from happening. Cool. Thanks, Josh. Yep. Last question, Matthew Fairburn. Hi, Josh. Um, I wanted to ask you about Brandon Bolden. Uh, another couple of first downs for you on third down. I mean, what's it been like to see him contributing as much on offense as he has maybe since, you know, his first couple of years in the league? Yeah. Brandon's, uh, Brandon's, I mean, he's, he's one of my favorite guys that I've had a chance to coach because, uh, you know, you talk about unselfish teammates um, that's always prepared and ready to go. And that, kind of defines Brandon, um, you know, he obviously plays an incredible, incredibly important role for us in the kicking game in all four phases. He's out there on every special team snap, um, covering, tackling, blocking, protecting the punter. Um, I mean, he, you name it, he does it. Uh, he's returned kickoffs for us before. Uh, he's blocked punts. Um, and now here he is, you know, you need him to come in there and fill a role, a critical role for your team in terms of blocking blitzes and helping protect on the edge and catching the ball out of the backfield or, or being handed the ball and converting some critical plays. And he's always been up to the challenge. So, um, you know, he, he's a great example of what this league is about. You know, you're, you're on the team not to do just one thing. And the more things you can do, the more things you can do well, the more ways you can help the team. And so, I'm quite certain if Bill said, hey, Brandon, we need you to play on defense this week, he wouldn't even blink. He would just say, okay, tell me what I got to do, and I'll try to do the best I can at it. Uh, Brandon's physically a gifted player, and uh, he's obviously got good size, good speed, but he studies hard. He's very well prepared. He knows his job. He plays really hard on game day. He practices well, um, and he knows how to keep his body healthy doing all of that. So, um, just a joy to have in the room. Um, not surprised that he's been able to fill in and give us um, a lot of productive plays in those situations. And uh, we'll certainly be counting on him moving forward. Thanks, Josh. You got it. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys.